Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Call Her Auntie podcast. Today, it's your favorite podcast, Aunties, and our comeback cousin from out west, Alicia. Um, woo! So for any of our new <laughs> listeners, we had a um, our guest, the Comeback um, Society podcast, earlier on in February. We did a collab. And now we're joined by our comeback cousin, Alicia. And Alicia, I'll let you talk about who you are and then your podcast and like what's been happening. Yeah. So hello. Thank you guys for having me back. I'm so excited to be sitting here with you guys again. So many things have changed from our last episode. (laughs) It is crazy to think like, you know, I'm I'm just thinking about like a quote. It's like, you know, six months can change your life from like where it was. And it's like, I think about that because this was about six months ago. Yeah. And where I had envisioned, you know, my life going then to now. So I guess we'll get into that a little bit. But so I'm Alicia Morrow. I'm from Pathetic Clean Nation on Treaty for a Territory. I am the founder of the Comeback Society and we have a branch. Um, one of is the Comeback Podcast. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of we interview badass indigenous um folks and we kind of just talk about their comeback stories and just kind of seeing like where they are, what did it take to get there? But we really like focus on the success of our brown um cousins. And so it's been going good. We're on season two, but met like my sister started it with me and then she took off to go tree planting. And and so it's been very, um, it kind of just goes, you know, the way it's supposed to go. Um, And so the podcast, though, I swear is medicine because I think in the last six months, if I did not have the podcast, my brain would not like I wouldn't have been able to make it through what I was going through and so I guess like to the new viewers and the ones who didn't get our episode um, I recently just had a baby he was planned Um, I was in love and um, it ended up not working out there's a lot of um, issues there's addictions and stuff that kind of play into this as well and so you know, the way that I envisioned my life, I just had this baby, I was so in love. And and it kind of just came that I was maybe just, I think, envisioning, you know, I was dating potential, I was wanting to create this like image, and, you know, this, this white picket fence family. And so, you know, um, I was ghosted, after a few years in a planned baby. And so, um, you know, that's, that's a shock as, (laughs) as it is. Um, But now, you know, looking back, and, I think it's the best thing that could have possibly um, happened to me and my son because, and my dogs. And so, um, you know, I'm not living in that way. I'm not being toxic, you know, cause I'm also equally as toxic. I can be right. And so, but living in such a calm environment again is so, um, it's just, it's calming. It's peaceful. It's like my home. There's, there's nothing else. Like I'm not, you know, doing all the grunt work, I guess, around the home anymore. And, and now it's like, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And, mm-hmm. and last time I didn't have my hands tattooed. And that's something that's like the biggest thing. And I got come back across my knuckles because, you know, I'm cool. about this life. 
Um, but like, I just felt, you know, like I wasn't getting tattooed. I wasn't doing these things uh, that I loved anymore. And, you know, there's also like the pandemic that plays into this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the first thing after um, my separation, I was like, you know what, I'm getting all like, I'm getting, I'm getting fully tatted up again. You know, like, that's like something that I want to do. And, and so, yeah, I booked my hands to get tattooed. I'm starting on my leg sleeve, starting on my other sleeve. And so just kind of like redoing that and, and parenting and, and trying to navigate, you know, two dogs, um, being a mom, um, and, and still trying to like, get, like, I'm still trying to work out and still trying to stay active and like keeping, like, how do you maintain all of this on top of running the podcast and top of starting? Also, I started another business with my girlfriend, her name's Kayla. Um, and so she, yeah, so and it's called matriarch made. So, uh, it's like a ribbon skirt and earring business. And so kind of trying to like navigate my way through this whole, um, mess. But I honestly, like, it's been so tough. And I mean, there was like the first like month, I mean, I remember crying on the floor and, and just being like, what am like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, because I turned a blind eye to all of the red flags Mm -hmm. because I wanted, you know, I was just, I was just fine. I was just, I was just going to like, I I wouldn't say settle. We were in love, but um, I just didn't want to see people for who they were. Right. And despite those red flags and so you know today we're going to talk about the healthy relationships and those red flags and and you know like how can we like better really like sit because I feel like in society it was like oh well I'm being loved so I can just look past this and and that's okay because he like you know this person might make up for an a b and z but it's Mm -hmm. like you you cannot like red flags it will will end up with you being ghosted with a baby (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you to set those boundaries now or, or you'll be ghosted. Or you'll be ghosted. Oh, no. I appreciate um, you opening up about that though um, mm-hmm. to our listeners because I feel like um, I feel like anytime we- I'm going through like a hard time or anything that's happened in my life but specifically like I've I've opened up a little bit like I've had my relationship struggles the past couple months mm-hmm. and like you you know you have like this family and this life that you thought and then all of a sudden you almost have to think like what would you do with like without that person Mm -hmm. and where would I go and it's like all these things that I never had to think about before just Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I had to think about and it was scary and I'm glad that I'm really happy you're opening up about it because I feel like Mm -hmm. sometimes even on social media I get so down and I see these like these like pictures of what I think my life should be and what Mm -hmm. I want. And it's not, I mean, it's not always like that in real life. So I think it's really great that, you know, we do share that, you know, relationships are hard work and relationships sometimes don't go as planned, Mm -hmm. but you know, like, I think there's always lessons learned in whatever our journey is. So I'm, I'm glad that you Mm -hmm. opened up and I'm excited for you to be on the podcast yes and I think like it's so important (laughs) to share that because you know like when I did because I haven't really shared a lot about what happened all I shared on my socials was that I was ghosted and Mm -hmm. that was that but right but prior to this nobody knew that there was what I was dealing with in our home there was no like you know nobody knew that because I'd only ever posted our like good moments I only ever shared that right Mm -hmm. so then so when I was reaching out to, you know, my friends and people were coming at me and on the podcast and, and just everything, nobody knew what we were dealing with. And, mm-hmm. and I think like, you know, something with the comeback too, is like, we, we try not to edit our episodes. We try to be real. We try to be raw. 
Um, in all of the episodes, I said, like, I'm dealing with something. Um, it's ugly right now. Uh, I'll mm. speak about it at a later date. But, you know, it, it's so important because, again, like, you get kind of mixed, caught up in that, like, picture-perfect world. And, and like, in those pictures, like, I just remember looking back at my maternity pictures now. And it's, like, my maternity pictures are the most beautiful things. But then it's, like, in those moments, like, what were you really feeling? Because I can tell you that in those moments, we, we weren't happy. Like we were dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, we were dealing with something ugly at that point in our relationship, but we wanted those pictures. But then it's like, it's like, it kind of, you know, mm -hmm. you hide behind that picture perfect family. And it's like, it's, we're not, we're not perfect. And, you know, like it's, it's so important to talk about because mm -hmm. like totally. we, like we, and I think maybe that's why I also like, you know, kind of maybe did I stay because I thought it looked perfect to people like on from the outside looking in like is that why right mm -hmm. like there's so many things that kind of go and coincide and then you know thinking like oh shit I gotta like get a new house how am I gonna yeah. raise a baby alone I have two dogs mm -hmm. like and they're big dogs like how am I gonna do this because I need help and then it and then I just I, it happened and yeah. and then I just had to figure it out as we go and and you know like it's it's been tough but it has been such like a beautiful hard trying um trying like time but like it's just like looking back at it now oh I couldn't imagine staying in such a situation like that anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. isn't it amazing kind of looking back with the 2020 vision and just seeing like you know okay, of course you see the red flags but then you kind of see your growth throughout it mm -hmm. like I just think so I've been seeing a counselor throughout these past months Mm -hmm. And, um, I was up in Thunder Bay at the beginning of the summer and that was a really hard time. And I went and got my hair cut. Um, and it was at this place that like, I knew the owner and cause it was my friend's dad and my hair is probably like, uh, it was pretty long. And yeah. then and I wanted to grow it super long and the Tony, the hairdresser, he's like, Oh, I heard you want to chop your hair off. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know, but do you think I should? And he's like, I think it would look really good. And he just, I was like, Kate, chop it off. And like, looking back, I'm like, wow, like that was kind of like a breakthrough time for me where I'm just like, I really just let go of all that hard time that I went through right before I did all that because life kind of got a little bit easier after. And I'm just like, wow, that was so like, mm -hmm. just like, I guess a sign, you know, like, and he just did it for me. And I was like, thanks. Thank you. you know yeah. <laughs> you know what? I want to just add a little comedic relief in here right now and say that I remember when I first started this turmoil times, when I first let us <laughs> off on the turmoil times, I chopped my hair off and then look what happened. Y'all followed suit. So I'm a setter. <laughs> you are because I cut my hair off too <laughs> we all did I know my hair <laughs> look how short it is now oh, my, me well, too we're like twins Alicia yeah because I started a couple months ahead of you guys so yeah length now <laughs> yeah you cut yours and then <laughs> Grace and then me I know and after you like you cut your hair and you just like 
you just feel so free and it goes to say like as indigenous people that's our strength right but Mm -hmm. that's why we cut it when you know someone passes away because that's our strength and and that goes with like you know all of your feelings and your emotions right and and so when you cut your hair you just feel so free and now my postpartum hairs are like full in effect and it's a heyday (laughs) like for our viewers and our listeners here I look like I have um it's like I don't know a horse a horse I have little horns on the side of my head. You are like little tufts. You have like little tufts. <laughs> Let me just lick those. Lick those yeah, back. Lick those back. <laughs> but I, okay. Also, I wanted to say it again. Like, not say it again, but go back to say how how strong both of you guys have been. Because not only are you dealing with complicated relationships but you're also managing the mental health and wellness and well-being of another little soul Mm -hmm. so that's a lot more not to discredit anybody else's like not relationship breakups but like that's a lot of Mm -hmm. labor it just adds like another element to it but I'm sure Alicia can agree um Mm -hmm. I remember Quay when I opened up to her about what I was going through and her she was like how did you get through it? And I was like, honestly, it was my son. Like it was Nico, like on the hardest days, I just, I'm this overthinker. And I'm like, I couldn't be in my house. I had to get out and I would just like go to the park and just watching him. Like he's a bit older than Hunter. So he was playing at the park and I would just sit there and think, but just watching him run around and be happy. I was like, that was my medicine at that time, just to watch Mm -hmm. that. So yeah, it just, it adds another element, but it was, I'm just so thankful for him. Mm-hmm. And like, that's because I'm like thinking about the way that I had used to dealt, like, you know, I was in a relationship prior to, you know, Hunter's dad and I didn't deal with that breakup really oh. uh, the best way. Right. Like, I mean, I, I just been partying and, you know, I never yeah. actually got to like that root core of the trauma. And, and so this time, like having Hunter and then it's like, okay, well, you can't just like, you don't have room to mess up. You don't have room to revert to your old ways. You don't have room to fail here because you have this other, like you have this little baby. And at this point, Hunter was two and a half, three months old when we separated. And so he was literally a potato just laying there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I need to do, I need to make sure that you are tended to. I need to make sure I am tended to. I need to make sure this household and these dogs are tended to. But it's like that core strength to say, there's no other option. Like, I got to do it for my son. I got to do it for, you know, my kids. I got to do it for me. And like, there's no room to fail. And like mothers don't, like, we don't know. Cause I just, I think like lots of people too have always, you know, they've been like, how have you getting through this? And I'm like, there's no other option. Like, you know, we don't, I don't have that moment to sit there all day and and sit and solve. Mm -hmm. And I, and trust me, I want to, I want to just lay there. But it's like, you have to really, I think it's just like that drive, right? Like that drive and that, that you want more um, for you, your, your son and, or your, you know, your children and they can't see you like that. And thankfully Hunter was really small when, you know, this kind of had came up because, you know, I wouldn't want him to see me the way that I was because um, I was just a crying wreck and I I was postpartum and, and managing that and navigating, but, you know, (laughs) as moms man we're super women like we're super super women 
we have like abilities you have no idea you got you have until you're a mom <laughs> I think you said something too that's really important in the beginning just now was that um you had to take care of Hunter but you had to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and I'm like that's so important because I know we only post on social media our highlights but like I see you going to get your hair done, your like mm-hmm. eyelashes done, you're going to get tattoos that make you feel good. Like yeah. I see you taking care of yourself. And I think that whatever makes you feel good and like picks you back up to like put a little sparkle in your eye because mm-hmm. you're so busy raising a child, then like do it. If that yeah. makes you feel good and self-care is so important, especially as a mom. Mm-hmm. And like, I think like if you don't look good, like, I mean, this is just me like if I don't look good I don't feel good right like on the days where I'm just like slumming it and I'm just like ah like you know don't really do and then I I don't feel um the 100 right and so Mm -hmm. it was so important for me to I made like a thing like once this whole thing came out and I said like I need to wake up and I need to do my hair I need to put makeup on like I don't do too much but I just need to put on the basics I need to get dressed I can't sit in pjs I can't sit and dwell I need to because that was like that was one of the only ways I was going to make it through this was Mm -hmm. taking care of myself and and trying to go to the gym and okay how can I exercise with this Mm -hmm. this little thing like like how can I keep like how can I keep making because like you also I feel that you know um I have like I lost myself in the beginning after I had Hunter because once you become a mom that kind of absorbs who you are Mm-hmm. and then and then I kind of needed to take a step back and I was like okay no I need to do so you know um a week after my separation I went and put my extensions back in <laughs> and I was like hello I'm back to being a bad bitch <laughs> yeah back to being a bad bitch I, I have it. a question what extensions do you have I mean your hair is cut now but what extensions did you have out. their name is lux hair on instagram l-a-u-x hair um so i got the 24 inch weft all black it was like 250 grams you don't need to go that math 250 grand grams grams, grams. oh grams. like weight that's like weight <laughs> yeah. right okay it was it was a lot of hair it, um, i saw it looked really nice though and i love it and you know i i have the hair now too so um i can use it and honestly like it was quite expensive. Like the hair, I think for that much was like twelve hundred dollars. Um, oh. uh, yeah. But also, I also, it. I also, I have it now, and like it'll be good for like two years. And then also the, um, they have like tape ins too, which is like two hundred dollars a bag. Usually you need like three bags, and so it's like three six hundred bucks. Um, so it just depends on like what you get. But I was feeling like I wanted to be like bougie yeah do it if that made you feel good I love it yeah Yeah. up the next morning yeah Yeah. I was like so I'm gonna do it and then it it just ended up being like you know we moved into our new home and and now it's like I my mom's back to work and so she took time off to kind of help um navigate my way and support me through this and and so now I'm back to just me so I wanted to spend more time because Hunter's growing now and he's like Mm -hmm. walking assisted and he's moving and and I felt like me spending you know half hour a day or 45 minutes a day to do my hair um I could do more stuff with my son Um, and so I decided to cut my hair and just feel free for a bit so I cut off actually quite a bit like my my real hair was probably down to here oh really yeah it could just my hair's just really thin oh um, and for yeah. our listeners she put it she put her hand to like around under her boob yes and yes I, and, and then, then I was like oh <laughs> <not long." laughs> and then it, it's now down to roughly just my chin yeah, yeah. so it, it's pretty 
Um, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> but Did you say you that, had clip-ins or? I've had tape. So I've always had tape. extensions. Yeah, I've always kind of done the extension things. My hair is just never truly grown. And it's not as thick as I um, yeah. would like but it. Look, I don't have thick hair either. That's like my hair. I don't have thick hair. Look at us. <laughs> Thin haired bitches. Look (laughs) (laughs) and the mom's here too, like the postpartum hair. I I mean, I didn't have like I didn't lose hair. Well, like my hair didn't get like that where it looked like it was cut off, but I got like I had like hormonal issues where um after Nico where my hair started thinning even more and my hair was already thin so I'm just like like especially by my scalp it's actually getting better now with all like my health changes I've done but um yeah my hair like thinned more and I'm like this is this sucks but I have actually have tape-ins that's why I wanted to ask you what ones you had I have tape-ins in my drawer right now and the oh, other okay. month I was like oh I want to like should I just like glue these in my hair like myself but I was like no probably not a good idea but no I'm a DIY like I got the weft installed because I there's not enough YouTube videos to teach me how to do that but the tapins I'm a DIY like I I watch YouTube videos I have two mirrors I'm trying to do it because one mama likes to spend money but like I want to try save money in the areas I can (laughs) I love it (laughs) Balling on a budget. Balling on That's a what I call budget. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been good. I'm excited. So if you need help, I can like sit with you and we could go over. I could, I'll be like, <laughs> if Grace shows up tomorrow on everyone's timeline with long hair, it's funny. It's funny. I'm like, I was going to do it myself. Not a good idea. Quay's like, yeah, not a good idea. And you're like, I'm a I'll be there with you. Yeah, let's do it. I'll be there. I'll be your support team. I got you, boo. Okay. (laughs) I'll think about it. Okay. Before we go into like dating life and dating apps and like red flags and dating, I wanted to um, tell you I got a. Okay. So I remember you told me you had a a ZZ plant and you're like, it's like my therapy plant. It's lasted me throughout postpartum. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, shit I want a therapy plant too <laughs> so going on the hunt like all summer I was on the hunt for a ZZ plant and I finally like found them at Ikea and mm-hmm. then I bought two and there's only three there and I almost bought the third because I was like <laughs> you I left need- it sister <laughs> oh no I left it because I want that kind of moral support in my life mm-hmm. even if it's from a plant <laughs> um so are they like thriving Okay, it's not like that yet. It's just a baby. <laughs> Yours yeah, is thriving. It is. It's like taking on its own corner of my house. Um, oh, okay, you might need to move it because my nephew knocked over all his parents' like plants outside and like inside. So just watch out. <laughs> I know Hunter already like grabs it, and I'm like Namoya, Nikosis Namoya. I'm trying to like do commands in Cree. I'm like, no more yeah. yet. And he's like, has it in his hands, like the death grip. And I'm like, that death no grip is so... <laughs> You like, won't let go. And I'm like, how do you have such strength? <laughs> For babies. It's just like, Doo. it's like the Venus, like the Venus fly traps, you know, like you just t- like just. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, let me, like, how are they doing? Have they grown? Um, so I don't know if they've grown. <laughs> I haven't watered them yet because I have, I do have a plant app. So my friend Savannah Chiblo had recommended that I download the plant app. And I was like, I don't want an app that tells me what to do. And then I killed the plant and I was like, I'll try the app. <laughs> I don't want to do this to my ZZ plant. That's my therapy, my therapy plant. And I need them to stick around. <laughs> just, I, I honestly, I, that's amazing. Honestly, I, I just, I do this little thing called neglect my plants sometimes. And I feel like they thrive through that. <laughs> like, I kid you not. When I'm like, neglect. This little thing of neglect. I don't know. They thrive because I like, I don't know our viewers. I have so many plants as well. And when I was going through the postpartum and stuff like that, I was like, I can't take care of these plants too. I'm already taking care of this human and these dogs. <laughs> and I was I like, I'll get, I'll get to watering them. And it was like, I swear it was like probably like three and a half weeks. My baby's like stuck it out with me though. Like they're all thriving still. But yeah. it was a little, it was a little bit of a neglect, but I feel like that's what made them thrive. But you know what? I have a set. Uh, I like feel because you know how like everything has a spirit or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not or whatever, but like everything has a spirit. I think they're like this girl is going through it. If the only thing I can do to help her is survive, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna thrive for her. We love. <laughs> we love the spirit plan. <laughs> so shout out to them for supporting you yeah shout out to those plants not giving up okay so um I've been kind of sharing about my dating experiences as I'm getting back out there and I've been way more um red flaggy where I'm like nope don't want this unmatch nope don't like that reply unmatch a lot of them is it when they ask right away like what's your background I'm like I'm not what does it fucking matter right now we don't know why don't why know. do you what do I need to know what do you need to know and then another one I just unmatched today was like we were talking about working out and we can deadlift the same amount and he was like oh I don't want to go any heavier than that and I was like why and then he's like because it's gonna I said something about progressive overload and like that's always my goal and he was like well I want to only stay toned and I'm like, well, why, why? And then he's like, I don't want big muscle. And I'm like, unmatched. This is not, <laughs> that's not my goal. I need a man who's going to get big. I'm trying to get big muscle. Like we need to have the same goals in the gym. <laughs> we only need, so speaking of muscles and dating and all of the, the fun stuff here, I posted a story the other day and it said let me just see I'm gonna pull it up here's stories and it says I'm so afraid of okay so apparently you attract what you fear I'm really oh, yeah. scared of bearded tattooed men I was like so scared right so I shared that and I kid you not I have had dudes in my in like in my dm saying one guy's like I'm right here what's your snapchat <laughs> he's like and here I am what's your snapchat and then another guy he says he's like uh, where is it he goes uh, like that emoji that's like hi and he's laughing and I go ha 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 
he goes, that's like we, me with big smile, single moms, because if you go to my, (laughs) if you go to my Instagram page, I do this, like, I have like that full on anti hyena laugh. And so I post all these pictures and people just catch me in like the mid laugh phase. So my mouth is just wide open and I'm just laughing. So that's what he's referencing to. And I'm just like, is this really? And then another guy asked me, he's like, so is this what you're looking for? And I was like, I thought this was fun. Like, I thought this was funny. <laughs> okay, I need to do like that because I put on, I said on the podcast, tell your uncles to get into my DMs. And I had these little boys sliding in and I'm like, you have to be born before 1992. Before. <laughs> before. before. Not after. I'm flattered. <laughs> but before 1992 go back go go back and watch like cartoons or something for a little bit like <laughs> I know and like the dating life is so so I'm dating again like I like I'm I don't I'm not I don't think I'm looking for anything serious I'm just kind of seeing what's out there like I'm a little nervous testing to get back into it testing the water and man some people are just like I've matched with a few people on tinder And I don't say anything right away because I'm not Mm -hmm. on the app all the time. And I check it periodically when I'm like bored. And so I I looked and there was two people that were like, "Um, how come you matched if you're not going to talk? Hello. What? I'm sorry. I know. I, I used to be on Tinder, but now I'm on Hinge. And I am on Bumble. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, okay. Um, but I like that about those apps where like on Bumble, we have to message first. And like, sometimes I do miss a good match because I'm so busy at work, but I'm like, man, they'll come up in the matrix again or the, <laughs> the yeah. come up again. Um, but I do hate that because I don't like people think that just because it is on our phones, we're there all the time or we're able to give that energy all the time. And there was a guy that I told who we ended up chatting really well on the app. And then we went to WhatsApp and then he was like, oh, busy. Oh, busy. Like would ask me that all the time. And I'm like, dog, if I'm not answering, of course I'm fucking busy. If you don't like it, then like we're not a match. And then (laughs) I messaged him something else later and he blocked me. (laughs) Oh, I got blocked too. This guy, he, I matched on him, like matched with him or whatever. And and so he messaged me and because I don't check, like if I think you're a good looking guy, like I'll, I'll tell you my Snapchat because that's where I kind of communicate, right? So then um, I had posted something on my story and he was like, and I hadn't talked to him. He messaged me. He's like, hey, what's up? And I just never like opened the message. Yeah. I was busy. And so then he responded to a story I posted like a week later or whatever. And he's like, oh, is that you? And I said, no, that's my friend. And it was like of her ass. And then he's like well can you show me your ass and then I send him a video and I was like I don't know who the hell you think you are homeboy I said but you don't just come up on here and you ask that and so by time I'd sent that he opened it and deleted me and I was like another one bites the dust (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my god it is is a dangerous world out there yeah they're they're pretty some guys are pretty lame and then um I'm like I don't want to make it seem like it's hopeless because I'm like we're just going through a bad time right now y'all we're like out of the pandemic it's a drought shitty (laughs) we're all healing like let's give each other some grace (laughs) yeah 
I think I think I messaged you quick because I was like, hey, hear me out. Okay, everyone hear me out. So I've yeah. been going to a lot of like I go to a lot of therapy too. Like that's kind of yeah. also what got me through this whole thing. And and so I, I've been in therapy and I'm like, you know what? I have this brilliant idea. And I was like, I think we should start a dating show where yeah. everybody goes through therapy prior to getting onto the dating show so that everybody's healed, that nobody's dealing with none of this like backyard trauma that we got to deal with. And you're going to go through it with your partner. Like, no, you're coming with like, you understand your trauma. You know what you like, you know what you don't like. We're not here for bullshit no more. Let's get to it. I feel like that would go so much better than like love is blind or yeah. like the sex on the beach or whatever the heck those shows are. <laughs> And I feel like it would be so much better and so healthy because you also mentioned about it being like an indigenous show. And I'm like, even if we all don't match together, we just put so many of our people through therapy (laughs) on the other side that like we're doing a good impact on the community at a whole through this dating app or this dating show, not just if we don't match. Right, I think we should totally like hit up APTN. So if any of yeah. our like those people are listening, like I think this could go places because it would be teaching our young people. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You could be the host, and then me and Grace will think of challenges all the time, and you'll be like, "I'll throw it to Quay for the first challenge," and then yeah. we'll make something up, and then Grace will have the next one. We <laughs> should honestly pitch this idea. I think it's a good one. I think it would be, and honestly, like, even if it was just one like series or one app, like one yeah. whatever, I think it would be so fun because, yeah, like that whole trashy stuff is like fun, but this is like actually like this is like this is why people are the way that they are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this would be like a, a feel good. We should totally plan. You know like, what? We should like film like a pilot. Yeah, us and. <laughs> If channels, if TV channels really want to talk about reconciliation, let's have them pay for therapy sessions. Come on, CTV. See, I don't know more Canadian channels. Come on, Netflix Canada. BBC. Come on, BBC. The Treehouse one as well, you know. Come on, The Queen. I feel like you guys put our country through enough. <laughs> now I think we should because like dating like now it's like like as you were talking like those red flags and and you know like I've gone on a few dates and I'm just like god yeah no like, some, like I don't ever want to talk to you again no one guy told me he's like yeah I took this cup from this mug from my best friend and he told me not to take it from him but I took it from him because I could and I'm like so you're telling me you don't respect boundaries I'm getting out of this car right now. Oh my God. I'm out. I'm out. See you later. See you never. This is actually so funny because every, so I like watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette (laughs) and like Love Island, even though like my brain is melting when I watch all those shows. But every time there's a casting call that I see on Instagram, I'm forwarding it to Quay and I'm like, can I please submit you? (laughs) Please. I told her though she could submit me for the bachelorette Canada I don't want to like what am I going to do when I don't like the guy like I'm so specific on the guys that I like I'm like okay I'm going to meet this guy I'm not going to like him all these girls going to fight over him I'm going to be in the corner drinking wine like I won't be on there for a long time like you're just here on vacation that's it yeah. <laughs> so vacation today guys <laughs> let's go horseback riding let's go horseback riding oh it's, it's, I think we should do it and I think you should definitely 
just apply just to see if you could get like a free vacay because like could you imagine like you know you're out there getting roses and because you would be playing like that hard to get he's gonna want you more that's true. right like you're gonna be like oh, oh way, way in the corner be here <laughs> Oh my god. Already though, you'd be like the hated contestant though if you admitted that you were just there for like the free vacay. Cause I'm just thinking of like the show right now. And I'm like, why does that per- why does everyone hate that guy? And they're like, oh well, he just said he was on the show to like build his like fame and his like Instagram and everyone hates him. But I mean you could I mean, I'll try to build it. the podcast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking that. I was like, you should be shown no, like, you know, the pod and you <laughs> Also, you guys are number like top 10 in the charts. <laughs> All of a sudden, from yeah. these Canada bachelor people. <laughs> okay, so I love watching The Bachelor too. And um, we've kind of, me and Grace have kind of talked about like healthy relationship tips. So we're going to say them and we're going to get your input or if we forget, forgot anything. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Grace, I think you have the first one. Okay, so maintaining a meaningful emotional connection with each other. Um, I say an emotional connection is sharing a common unspoken language with your significant other, like learning each other's love languages. A love language is the way somebody shows and receives love. So I can definitely see that. Like I feel my love language is, um, what is like the gift giving one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that. Uh. There's gift giving, acts of service. Uh, uh, affection. Aff- yeah, physical touch. Physical touch. Words of affirmation. And words of uh, affirmation. Yeah. And maybe one that's not mine because I don't remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the gift giving one, I'm just like anything that you you really give me. Like, it could be like a stone off of like the road. And it's like, I mm-hmm. thought of you. I'm like, ah, swoon. Like that is totally like so sweet. Mm-hmm where my partner's is, I think definitely words of affirmation and physical touch. So it's, it's like, you know, relationships are hard work and and you have to make sure each person is being fulfilled in that and knowing what the love language is kind of helps a little bit understand the person. Mm -hmm. The other one's quality time. And that one's not mine at all. Cause I'm like, let me go hang out with my family and my friends and you can fuck off, but tell me I'm beautiful all the time. that's all that's all that's all I think mine would be um quality time and physical touch (laughs) I do like like, I don't want to fuck up I want you to fuck up I want you to come back here boo boo (laughs) (laughs) um no I think because like I just like to like go and do adventure like adventures I want to try new things like that type of quality time not all the time because like I do enjoy my space Mm-hmm. But like the, like trying new things or taking the dogs for a walk, taking the kids somewhere, like going to the park, like, like those things. That's what I like. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Oh, I'd marry the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Quality time. Yeah. And I think, and I think it's so important that you have to know mm-hmm. each other's love languages, because if you don't, like you guys can have different love languages, but if yeah. you're not nurturing that in your relationship all the time, it's mm-hmm. not going to work because like that love language is the way that you feel loved. And when you're not feeling it, you're going to like act out and you're going right. to 
like right and you're gonna be like why don't you love me or like why don't like am I not a good enough and you go through you like your own brain so it's so important to be with someone because I can tell you right now it will not work out if they do not give you that like that love language Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say that too because I can think back to one of my exes who I was with for the longest and I was trying to explain to him all the time I don't and I'm physical touch and I'm like I don't feel connected because we're not holding hands we're not cuddling we're not snuggly like these are the things I need and he's like what do you mean we're spending time together and I'm like yeah but it's not just that to me because I could I am like fuck off I'd rather hang out with my girlfriends but I just hold you to hold my hand and hold me and like yeah that's why it didn't work so and like if you can't um give that person how they receive love and like understand that that's how you're loving them then it's not gonna work it's not gonna work because so my ex was a gift giver right and that that's like what the epitome of love was and which okay that's cool but then like when you're not nurturing that, because then I, it's like I was making, see, okay, well, no, I, I know he loves me because of this. But then it's like, but, but I'm not getting that or feeling that love, you know, and then it, it's just not going to work. So if you guys yeah. are listening, don't even try it. If you guys' love languages are not going to be get that whole heartfelt moment. <laughs> don't even try. <laughs> okay, so we have another one. Um, this one's kind of funny. You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. Um, you're not afraid of respectful disagreements. So this is something I learned. And even in parenting, it also comes because <laughs> there's a lot of disagreement with a toddler um, is pick your battles. So I realized, mm-hmm. I remember someone told me this early in my marriage. Um, and I have learned this, you know, like, cause I'm a pretty like, I guess, controlling person. I don't want that to look like a negative way, but I do like, you know, things in a certain way this is like you know we share this house like I'm you know I don't know I'm I'm just kind of that way so I'm like okay I'm not gonna get mad because he didn't help me with the dishes you know there's like bigger battles that my attention can be going to so something smaller and of course with a toddler like there it's constant like there's always those battles throughout the day so what do you guys think I think that's really important Oh yeah. If I could fire off about everything, anything all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> like, and I think you have to make um, like if they if they're good at this, but then they kind of suck at this, you kind of gotta be like, okay, I'm gonna pick this because you know what, you make up for it in this area of say help cleaning, right? So if you mm, yeah. say you're not gonna do the laundry, but you're taking out the trash every day or or whatever, like something so small, like picking that that battle. Yeah. Um, it's so important because, or if you're going to go, you're going to be fighting all the time. It's going to be a war zone in your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Quay, I think we've got time for one more, um, or maybe let's, you want to wrap it up? Um, yeah. So Hunter's just getting home right now and they are, but I think they're outside. Um, but I, I we got time. Okay. So we have three more. And if you have to hop off, that's okay. We can continue or whatever ones we don't include. So one thing that I find really important and that I've been really, I think I've been good at is Mm -hmm. you keep your, well, okay, no, but you keep your outside relationship and interests alive. So I learned this one the hard way. That's why I say I'm good at it now. Mm -hmm. It's like staying active in sports and like going to spin class and 
um, keeping your standing dates with your girlfriends because that's really important. So I, in the relationship I talked about where we don't speak the same language, um, I stopped playing basketball. I stopped going to the gym. I moved in with him in his mom's basement. (laughs) I stopped seeing my girlfriends in the city and I was like in the suburbs. So uh, that was really a dark time in my life. And my brothers even say that like I lost my light. So now I'm like, okay, I have to stay in basketball. I have to stay weightlifting. I have to stay spinning, going to spin class because those are the things that are my outside interests and things that I really do love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, what do you think? <laughs> I think that's so important because I think like, I mean, there was also COVID that I think, like, I think there's so many things that affected my last relationship, like COVID addiction, all of those things. But I think like also like losing myself as well mm-hmm. because like I wasn't participating in like the things and I wasn't doing the things that I love like I love going bike riding and rollerblading and, and I wasn't like doing that and and one of the biggest things too is getting tattooed like I wasn't doing that and I felt like a part of my spirit was like missing because I really expressed myself through my tattoos and through my mm-hmm. art and then it's like I wasn't doing that and so it's like I you like I lost myself in that relationship and that's like 100% my own fault right because you're the only right. one that's able to say like you know, you have to push yourself and get up and, and do those things. But if you're not doing it, like that's your own fault for losing yourself. It's such a hard reality um, yeah. to like think about that, right? Because, and so now it's like, now I'm like, this is what I want to do. And like, I want to look for like a new partner that wants the same thing. And mm-hmm. I want to like also have my own separate things. So whatever that may look like, that's like what I want to always maintain as like once a week or a few times a week, like doing mm-hmm. it because you're going to lose yourself. Right. I like that. I agree with that. But I also agree on like the common ground, like someone who wants the same thing. So also like your lifestyles Mm -hmm. match. So my lifestyle wouldn't really match with someone who loves to go out for dinner every night at a new restaurant, even though like I do go out very often on the weekends. During the week, I'm like, no, I want to like go for a long walk or go for a bike ride or like, like Mm -hmm. what you're saying. So if we can't vibe like that, then yeah that's another part of like and it's not yeah like and if you guys don't have the same common interest because I thought like you know like I'm thinking prior like we had not a lot in common like we had a a lot in common but not activity wise and and I think that also because it's like okay well I just want to like clean up the backyard like I just you know I want to make it nice and sit outside or and do like little things but then realizing that that's not who they are and then being like oh but I kind of like you showed me who you were but I continue yeah. to not look, right? But then it's like, <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I was like blinders on. Um, right. But now I'm like, I need to look for somebody who is into going, being active to doing that because that's going to be a successful relationship going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, I wanted to ask something really quick. So yeah. was your partner Indigenous? Mm-hmm. And then did you, okay, let me ask you this. And this, some people might not like this question, but did you let a lot of things slide because they were Indigenous? Yeah, and because, like, this is the first Indigenous man I had ever dated, too. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, it needs to be perfect. We're going to be this, like, power couple. We're going to be like this. And then it's like, fuck you. (laughs) God damn it. And so I did, I, I let a lot slide. And then, and now, too, you know, thinking about it and thinking about, you know, the ways of our lives and, and the ways of our knowledge and our laws and our teachings. And now it's like, I, I hold them to a higher standard because it's like, 
-hmm. absolutely not this is not how indigenous people act absolutely Absolutely. not this is not how we this is not how we manage this Mm -hmm. And, and so now it's like I made a lot of excuses because it's like, okay, this is my first native guy I'm dating. This is finally like, we're going to have like our little brown baby is going to dance powwow. We're going to, you know, just be this power couple. (laughs) And now I'm like, and now I'm just like, God, I'm never going to do that again. Mm -hmm. Ever. And now I went on dates with white guys and then also (laughs) going on dates with these white guys. And I'm like, God, but you kind of don't really under, like, you know, you don't really understand native ways and so then I, I went on a date with this um, native guy and I was like wow I feel like the whole like you don't even have to talk about it but like you kind of talk about okay so what's like how do you follow like how do you handle yourself in these situations and like what is the way like what are your like what are your values I guess like right that's like mm-hmm. the main thing now too like looking because I in the beginning I was like I'm never dating another native guy get in my life <laughs> And then I went, you know, I just went on a few dates with a white guy and, and I was like, no, mm-mm. I think I need no. to date. I think I need to date a brown guy, but I need to date a brown guy who is aware of his dramas. <laughs> right. I know love is love and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who we love, but we've all been fed this, this tale of like having nat- native babies and stuff like that. And um, that's what we like. <laughs> I wanted it too. Like I, I, even in my I love is love and who I'll marry is like my husband will be whatever he is and I hope he's yeah. in work right now but I'm like I'm I'm I would be lying if I said I didn't want him to be native yeah and that's so crazy that we were fed that all the time when, yeah but also it's, it's it is a lot a little easier it is I'm like I'm so hip, hip, what is it hypocritical hypocritical <laughs> so, yeah yeah my own I <laughs> my other tip is communicating openly and honestly because when I and I, I say that because I really mean like brutally honest and sometimes even telling your partner like maybe you wake up one day and you're like hey I don't know how I feel right now we've been together for four years maybe I need a, a breather or I need a pause or I need a moment or not even four years but like a year mm-hmm. or two or like in the beginning even but when you're brutally honest and you're just open with the person, then the onus is on them to either they're hearing your truth so they can either yeah. allow it and be like, okay, let's break up for, or let's take a pause and come back when we're mm-hmm. like our minds clear. Or they're like, I would rather you be for me. And they set that boundary for you. Mm-hmm. And then you both can have like this healthy communication. I don't know if that made sense. It did but- make sense it did make sense because it kind of goes with like when I said um people show you for who Mm -hmm. like people show you who they are right and being that open and honest and communicative and they're going to be honest with their actions right Mm -hmm. so so if they're showing you every day who they are and it's your decision to choose to look the other way and so Mm -hmm. it's like your fault for not looking at them with your eyes straight right Mm kind of goes with that oh the one, the one time, like I have this one really good relationship I refer to in my mind or when I'm thinking about new people. And I'm like, the reason why that I have such a pleasant memory of that two-year experience is because we were brutally honest with each other all the time. And he was like, I want to be with you. And I was like, I think that you're great and I love you, but I don't want to have my future with you. And so we just under had that understanding. Yeah. 
it it was really great like I wasn't insecure I was so yeah so that, I don't know if that mm-hmm. was a bad example but I'm just saying because <laughs> I'm like well I didn't want a relationship <laughs> but the like that friendship and that relationship whatever it was it was mm-hmm. the most pleasant because yeah. we were so open about what we wanted for our futures yeah oh I think like I think all of these tips I'm gonna start writing down and then (laughs) maybe maybe this is the thing going forward making a checklist saying these are the things and then delivering it to them on a silver platter (laughs) and being like if you don't match all of these we ain't chatting so let's not waste our time (laughs) (laughs) this is this is my relationship contract (laughs) I need you to understand this you said you wanted me to be your girlfriend but these is my this is my contract this is okay so funny that you said contract because I was literally talking to my girlfriend I think it was this morning and I was like the next person I date I'm gonna have to get them to sign a contract that there's absolutely no ghosting in this relationship because I am traumatized (laughs) I really like the idea of a contract only because (laughs) when I think about my life with somebody we're essentially running a company of called our lives and I'm like, I already have enough best friends. I don't need another best friend. I need a fucking partner who's going to love me and then live with me. <laughs> and support me. And just yeah, love our aspects. Like, you know, I know. I feel like, you know what? If our, if our relationships, our next relationships are not the relationships that we're going to be in for the rest of our lives, we did not do anything right in our lives <laughs> after, after this episode. <laughs> we didn't do any healing at all. <laughs> like we know what we want and now we better implicate this <laughs> oh my gosh okay so Grace give us one more tip okay this is the last one so write it down uh, <laughs> we kind of talked about it already commit to spending quality time together so we talked about that like making sure it's like the same type of quality time um, on a regular basis so this is something I realized Um, is that, you know, especially having a family and um, children that you kind of lose yourself in that whole life, like what you said, it kind of absorbs. Mm -hmm. So like the evenings, I'm just like, I'm going to bed too. But then now that we're kind of in routine, it's like the evenings now are our time that we get to spend together. And, you know, we plan date nights and we do like, we make sure, because with other relationships, we make sure we go see our friends and Mm -hmm. We plan those hangouts and we got to make sure that time is carved out with our partner that we're, we're with. I like that you say carve out because it's like purposeful. I really, and I saw this thing too, talking about like this relationship working is like um, every two weeks or something, it's date night every two months. It's like that a weekend. And then every two years, it's like a two week trip. Wow. or something in a relationship so you yeah. always do like you always maintain that and so I was like that's gonna go in my contract me too yeah <laughs> we're gonna do that um I had so 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 much fun catching up with you girls this was I'm so gonna, good um my son is here so I'm gonna go um get him and we should do another episode because Lexi is here and I don't know yeah. we, I didn't t- I didn't tell the girls tonight that Lexi was here and so she was here when I um, jumped on zoom so it was such like, a didn't... pleasant surprise and I was like what the fuck you're back <laughs> <laughs> we haven't told anybody yet that she's back so <laughs> um your, your first surprise yeah. 
Well, I love you guys. And thank you so much for having me. You guys are just, uh, I'm excited to like ever come out that way. And we're going to like go hang out and get our eyebrows done. We're going to get oh, yeah. our lashes done. Like we're going to do girl. all of that. Self-care, <laughs> everything. Um, yeah, I got to go outside and get this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye, Alicia. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. And then now it's just me and Quay. So um, yeah, we hope everyone enjoyed that episode. It was so nice mm-hmm. having Alicia back um like I think the best part of that to me was her being so open and honest about struggling because yeah yeah. we talked about this before how it's hard we never mothers never really talk or we never hear mothers talk about how hard pregnancy is or maintaining a relationship during pregnancy and so if if we can shine some light on that and like make it more normal to talk about and like Mm -hmm. but so we feel we're not alone when we get there totally yeah I really appreciated that too it was so great having her on um and we hope everyone else enjoyed listening um and everyone go give if you're not already following Mm -hmm. their um pages the comeback society and uh you can follow their podcasts on there so yeah I think this is this wraps it up eh, Quay? great so until next time toodaloo bye So your podcast, Andes, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.